Your Dig the Hip Hop show is brought to you by Rhymes and Designs. Visit thatrnd.com for all your hip hop merch needs. That's T H A T R N D.com. You dig? What up, world? It's your man Art. Welcome to Your Dig. Uh, this is episode one. Episode one. So let me give y'all a little background about what we're going to be doing here with Your Dig. Um, here at Rhymes and Designs, we consider ourselves somewhat hip hop historians. So uh, we're going to be giving y'all some hip-hop history, man. We'll be touching on some hip-hop legacies. We'll be touching on some unsung legends. Um, we'll be touching on some classic albums. We'll be reviewing some classic albums, also some new albums as well. Uh, we, we stay tuned, stay in touch with the new school, you know what I mean? We'll be touching on some memes. I know we're going to be touching on some memes, uh, some some funny social media stuff. Just keep keeping y'all in tune with that. And um, that's kind of what we do here. Welcome to Your Dig. Nipsey Hussle was somebody that was, was special to me, man. He was so special to me. He uh, was honestly my favorite artist uh, for some years, all the way back to like 2011, 12. Um, I actually had the, the blessing or the gift to have met him a couple times. Um, met him the first time at A3C. Uh, he was performing out there. That was 2012, A3C. I was able to shake his hand, let him know he was my favorite artist. Uh, he was very gracious, very accepting, and I appreciated that. Second time I met him, I actually met him in Los Angeles. Uh, he was at the bank, and we was walking downtown, and my, my lady, my wife now, uh, saw him and was like, that's Nipsey. I was like, that ain't Nipsey. I walked close, I was like, yo, that's Nipsey, you know what I mean? So I went and spoke to him, dapping him up. He was actually uh, at the ATM, um, had Adam with him. Adam was watching his back, um, but he was very gracious, man. Um, shook my hand, took the flick. Um, <laughs> it was just like angelic, man. Dude was very accepting. I met his pops before at the store um, before they moved to the second location. But overall, man, uh, Nipsey was a great man. Um, still is uh, holding it down for us. Uh, my favorite artist still. No one's taking that place yet. Sad that he had to go so early. Um, but overall, man, his legacy lives on. Uh, Nipsey hustled great. You know what I mean? His name is going to last forever. His music is going to last forever. Uh, I still bang it. It took a little while for me to be able to listen to him again um, since he passed, but now I'm back on banging him. You know what I mean? Crenshaw album, Mailbox Money, uh, Victory Lap still on that. Go back to the marathon every now and then, you know what I mean? But um, yeah, Nipsey Hustle, man, rest in peace. Uh, we love you, brother. Uh, thank you for everything that you did. We will be riding for you forever, man. Alright, so let's get into some album reviews, uh, some of the joints that came out in March. Um, so we're going to be reviewing that J Electronica, of course. I'm going to review The Weeknd's album, and we're going to review that Childish Gambino. Alright, so we're going to start with that J Elect, and of course I'm referencing notes, man. Well, first off, the messaging on this album was amazing, obviously. Uh, Jay-Z, J Elect came with the heat, uh, talking about that reel, you already know. Jay-Z went crazy. I mean, that's, that's without saying... Um, Jay-Z is on another level, at least at this point. He wasn't always to me, but right now Jay-Z's on another level. For some reason, I don't really love the album. Um, if you told me that Jay-Z and Jay Alette was going to be doing an album together, I would think I'm going to have this on repeat for like eight weeks. You know what I mean? The whole quarantine, I'm listening to Jay-Z and Jay Alette. But it ain't like that. Uh, for some reason, um, like I said, Jay-Z bodied the whole project. I listened to it like seven times. You know what I mean? And probably only skip a few at the end. So it is a good project, but eh. My favorite tracks, Flux Capacitor. Um, other one is APDTA. 
not sure what they spelling out there but all the tracks are cool to tell you the truth all the tracks are cool um skip a few maybe the end ezekiel don't really eh, you know what i mean but it's pretty cool so i'm hearing a lot of people making the argument that jay-z smashed them of course jay-z smashed them it's jay-z anybody get on the record with jay-z they probably gonna get smashed so i see you coming to electronica for not i guess holding up his end of the bargain but honestly if you ask me though i mean he got smashed on every track like how you get smashed on every track on your own album though i could see like you know what i mean jay-z holding down the album but like every song you get outshine so mm -hmm. the album's good though um once again the messaging was great uh production was okay um project was good uh just ain't great like it should be so next album we're gonna talk about we're gonna talk about childish gambino like this project didn't like it the first time i listened to it second time it was it was a little better it's a little bit too eclectic for me favorite track is probably uh 4226 basically the minutes they were on the album so 4226 is towards the end um honestly the strongest songs at the end like last three songs are, are strong like dude went hard on, on those i can't lie i'm not a childish gambino fan um, but we have to acknowledge donald glover is a talented dude not really my style a little bit too eclectic but um i advise everybody to go listen to that childish gambino uh it's 3 15 20 or something like that that's the name of the album 3 15 20. um the weekends project uh. all right so the first time i listened to it i ain't like it at all like what what is the weekend doing second time i listened to it it was like okay i can see where he going with it see I'm, i was a weekend fan like trilogy album man the trilogy album bro like you know what I mean? Like, Trilogy album was... See, I was calling the man Mike Jack. I know I'm taking it far, but um, ugh, it, it, it was that to me. So first off, I think The Weeknd is exploiting his own talent. Um, you know, he's, he could sing. Now he's just singing to make records, and it ain't really hitting on nothing, if you ask me. Um, production, everybody is not capable of making a good beat with an 808. Now, come on, man. Everybody want to use the 808. Come on, man. All right. Um, favorite track is probably Snow Child, uh, even though his performance was was fairly subpar on Sub Child, Snow Child. But uh, it, it was a good song. He can say he can say some stuff. Um, best production uh, that came from Metro. Uh, Metro produced that Heartless, Be the Strong. Um, that's that's a dope one right there. So um, Heartless and Snow Child are probably the best songs on that. Um, content is pretty cool. Uh, not feeling the production not feeling the weekend's vocal performance um but the the content is pretty cool you know uh how to say i don't i don't listen to the weekend no more um obviously he's making music for somebody else not making it for me no more so shouts out to the weekend word up now let's get into some history uh in particular hip-hop legacy so we're going to be discussing the legacy of the legendary Ice Cube. Yes, West Coaster. Yay, yay. You know how Ice Cube do. Well, on the real, though. Um, at age 16, Cube sold his first song to the legendary Eazy-E. Uh, at age 18, Cube actually got a diploma from an architectural drafting school. So he's a smart dude, man. Architecture is not easy, you know what I mean? But um, so he did that 18. He was actually in NWA, major success. Uh, NWA is, you know, arguably one of the best groups ever. Left the group in 1990, released a legendary diss song aimed at NWA entitled No Vaseline. And if you never heard No Vaseline, man, oof. 
Cuz went super duper hard on him, man. Go listen to No Vaseline. That's one of the hardest diss tracks ever. Um, so 1990, he released his first album, America KKK's Most Wanted. Then he dropped Death Certificate. After that, he dropped The Predator. The Predator spawned Today Was A Good Day. Classic. 2070, we're going to be banging Today Was A Good Day like we dropped that yesterday. So you know that's timeless. Um, yeah, so Today Was A Good Day. That was 1992. That's around the same time he made his film debut in Boys In The Hood. So we talked about his musical contribution. But his filmography is arguably more impressive than his musical contribution. Now, I mean, that's saying a lot. I mean, with all due respect, that's saying a lot. So his first joint was Boys in the Hood. That was with John Singleton in 1992. Uh, he was 22 when he made his film debut. Move forward, did Higher Learning. Higher Learning was with John Singleton. Then he wrote his own joint, Friday. You know, that was classic, hands down, probably one of the best comedies ever. Um, Anaconda, he was a part of that. Um, Players Club, he wrote and directed Players Club. Um, all the Fridays, all the barbershops, all about the Benjamins. Um, Are We There Yet? Uh, the kids movie, you gotta love Cube with the kids, man. I mean, come on, with the kids, Cube is the man. Both Ride Alongs, I mean, a bunch of other ones, man. I mean, Cube is just a legend, you know what I mean? Lottery ticket, janky promoters, ugh, you know? But um, yeah, so we got the movies, got the music. Then the brothers, he, he founded the big three, man. He founded a big three, like, so to do music, movies, and the NBA. Like, come on, man. Like, who is you? Like, a legend. That's who, that's who he is, man. So, a monster for good. That, that's what Cube is. Cube is a monster of good. Um, on top of all this, his, his personal and career contributions, man. This brother been married to the same woman for 30 years, almost 30 years, and they got four kids, man. No, no, you know, no scandals around this brother. This, this, he's done it the right way for 30 years, man. So, this big shouts out to the legend himself, Ice Cube. Yay, yay, you know? Big shouts out, legend. Power. Also, want to shout out another legend, Black Thought of the Roots, Tariq Trotter, an off Broadway production premiering this fall. A production called Black No More, written with John Ridley. That's the gentleman who wrote 12 Years a Slave. Tariq Trotter is scoring it. He's starring in it. Um, so it should be a big deal, man. Black Thought is actually one of my favorite rappers. He's in my top five. That's a pretty big deal to me. My man's on stage now. So big shouts out to Black Thought, Tariq Trotter. So with this last segment, we're going to discuss um, something a little more serious, uh, mainly coronavirus and the things surrounding coronavirus, social distancing, and you know things of that nature. But um, looking at it more from a, a, little, a lighter side, it's definitely a serious topic, but I um, wanted to kind of, I guess, give a more lighthearted uh, view of things. So we're gonna go through some memes. This is uh, the, the boozy meme. I see him boozy at the cookout. People don't even say bless you anymore. They just look at you like this. <laughs> All right. Me going to mama's doing mandatory quarantine. Yeah, that's the OJ joint. And uh, this is my, my personal favorite. Uh, YOLO, I'm young and you'll kill Alfred, you prick. So he's smashing, you know, I think that's Batman and Robin. It's not about you young folks, it's about protecting the elders and protecting the people that are susceptible to the respiratory issues. So yeah, I just wanted to touch on that. But uh, overall, man, it's another beautiful episode. Well, the first beautiful episode of many I uh, hope you all enjoy. Hope you all learned something. And uh, hopefully this was somewhat of a history lesson or just something touching, you know, that you learn. You can spread it to your people, you know. But, um, yeah, thank you all for joining us. You dig. And uh, see you all next week.
piece. 